The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Greg Bondar, Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT is back with us. Hi Greg, welcome back to 2020. Yeah, good morning, Neil. I'm glad we can talk. <laughs> okay. And important issues to talk about, Greg, because let's touch on one which is one of the biggest looming challenges anywhere in Australia around Christians, around the church, around Christian schools, the Victorian government preparing to, in one sense here, directly discriminate against faith-based schools, uh, moving to reduce freedoms uh, for religious organisations in the way they employ staff. Uh, what are your thoughts about developments? Yeah, now, this is really, really disturbing, I have to tell you, because um, uh, quite frankly, as you know, back earlier this year, they, uh, the government in Victoria had the change uh, suppression conversion bill, which uh, prohibited uh, faith-based organisations, you know, pastors or whatever, actually praying with people that wanted to, uh, you know... Uh, convert from their current gender and and in point of fact you know it meant that we could not counsel people to to say look think about before you start to convert your gender and uh, there are prison sentences of up to 10 years now this state of Victoria under Daniel Andrews has become their premium uh, anti-Christian state they've now introduced or going to introduce a bill which will prohibit faith-based faith-based schools from employing whom they desire, in other words, people that are of the same faith or the same Christian worldview. So this new legislation will prevent that happening. However, Neil, I have to tell you, I've been in discussion with the Federal Attorney General's office, and we're going to see that if the, if the bill coming out from the Federal Parliament will actually or can actually over over overrun any state-based um, legislation. So there's some interesting legal developments happening, but I've got to tell you, Victoria has become the premier anti-Christian state now. Well, it's one of those things reinforces, doesn't it, as we have been now talking about for at least three years, the idea that there needs to be some protection for religious freedom because uh, this is one of those instances, and for listeners, long-time listeners, you'll know uh, that there's so many references to Dan Andrews and the way that he's leading yeah. the Victorian state because a direct discrimination against Christian schools. And just quickly, because there's lots more to talk about here, but mm. it's like the thin edge of the wedge here. This is how serious this is, Greg. Mm. Thin edge of the wedge. If you then regulate Christian schools, don't allow Christian schools to choose their own teachers. First of all, basically, they become not Christian schools at that point. But the, mm. next, the next step is to control the church. That's how mm. serious this is, Greg. Well, this is the implication that the legislation that they're proposing in Victoria, Neil, will be so far-reaching that it will not only, not only impact on faith-based schools, but in fact extend to the church. Now, this is a real attempt at silencing the church, Neil, and here we go, as I predicted some time ago, that the time will come when churches will be under persecution in terms of government legislation. 
And it's coming, Neil, so we've got to make sure that we voice our concern. Uh, I'm not sure if there's uh, specifics on timing for that. I've heard this could happen within weeks. Uh, is this something that, uh, or at least before the end of the year, any, any uh, ideas on timing, Greg? Yeah, they're telling me that this will be introduced February 2022, Neil, so what we're looking for five months away, really, you know, uh, depending on how quick government legislation moves. So February 2022, Neil, we've got to do something, stand up. We should be in the streets, and I'm not suggesting the CMFEU-type marches, but we need to be in the streets, figuratively speaking, and making our concerns know that this is just not on. Well, listeners will be relying on organisations like Family Voice or Australian Christian Lobby and so many others who've Mm. got a voice because, as we say, the thin edge of the wedge, uh, just one step away from government regulation of the church. And we would actually Mm. say we'd be into this uh, potential for... Uh, persecution of Christians in Australia. That's yeah. what that would come under. And so we're talking about authoritarian moves, uh, yep. even some would say totalitarian state. So if you don't have religious freedom, you've only got authoritarianism and totalitarianism. That's Absolutely. how important the religious freedom is in Australia. Correct. Greg, let's move on. Uh, just a little update, and we might have to shorten the way we talk about yep. these things, yep. but uh, family violence, the Anglican Church has been yeah. commissioning some research here. What's the what's the latest on that? Look, Neil, I just wanted to raise this up because it's very important that we look at the study called the National Anglican Family Violence Research Report, which I think came out in June. And I wanted to raise this, Neil, because... Under lockdown, you know, you've got lockdown lunacy at the moment. And what's happening is that, you know, families are under pressure. You're unemployed. You, you tend to gamble more. You tend to consume alcohol more. Uh, you know, you're, you're in close connection all the time. So there are real concerns with family violence. And this particular report highlighted, Neil, that quite frankly, and which, which is surprising to me, that there's a connection between church attendance and domestic abuse. And guess what? It means the research found that church attendance does not immunise you from being either an abuser or a victim. So this is really disturbing, Neil, because we've got to make sure that pastors, chaplains have an eye open for any signs that some of the congregation may be under under abuse. Because quite frankly, you know, under our Christian um, uh, worldview, uh, women tend to be quiet about these sort of issues. So, look, we need to be vigilant. We need to be careful. And this particular report, which I you know, recommend everybody read, does highlight that, you know, just because we go to church, we're not immune from either being a victim or an abuser. So uh, some, some very critical research now. And, of course, there's some nuances in there. And uh, there's been debates and controversies now over a number of years about domestic abuse in church. Mm. Uh, no doubts at all that the Bible teaches uh, that we submit one to another. And mm. so when people take biblical passages out of context uh, to suggest yep. that women are under the thumb uh, uh, of dominant males, uh, some of those things very easily uh, set aside and uh, and been yeah. able to easily answer those sorts of questions but but there is yeah. this hangover of an idea that somehow or other men have some special rights uh, to uh, to uh, put their their authority uh, even in a physical sense and and there yeah. are challenging things 
and, and Ephesians 5, don't forget, talks about marriage, Neil, but we've got to make sure that we don't misinterpret biblical passage to suit ourselves. And we've got to be very, very careful in this matter, uh, in, in this matter because quite frankly, you know, um, when we talk of voluntary submission of a wife to a husband, we've got to be careful what we mean here. Men should make sure that they are not abusing this particular passage. So, Neil, yes, very, very critical, and uh, quite frankly, I think, you know, we all need to keep an eye open. I am not in favour of domestic abuse. I have to tell you, and, I, and I'm happy to admit it only because I've learned from it. You know, my dad, unfortunately, uh, was a bit of a... Uh, uh, sort of a domestic abuser, but, you know, luckily not as bad as these days. But you know what, Neil? It's taught me to make sure that we keep our eyes open and that we live to the biblical passages, but make sure we don't in misinterpret them to suit our own, um, uh, you know, ambition and agendas, Neil. Uh, a little more attention to husbands mm. love your wives even as mm. Christ loved the church. Amen and was prepared to lay down his life for her. Uh, let's move on. A big serious thing which could be a preemptor of what is coming in the US, uh, one of Australia, uh, one of America's uh, best-known universities, Harvard. They have an atheist chaplain. Uh, another sign of growing secularism, Greg. Oh, Neil, look, I, I'm a chaplain myself, and I'm an accredited chaplain. I work with a number of organisations. But, you know, when I read this and I found out, hey, hang on, what's happening here? How can we have a secular or an atheist chaplain? I mean, for goodness sake, the work of a chaplain is to make sure that they've got pastoral understanding of the issues before them. Uh, and, and it may well be things like domestic abuse or sexual abuse or whatever it might be. A chaplain needs to have a Christian worldview. Now, when you've got organisations such as Harvard, and I spoke about this before, Neil, you know, the corporate wokeism that's now being, you know, uh, being so evident and growing uh, around us, we have to be careful that, you know, uh, we don't have people who think they're religious but hold a secular worldview. And there's a couple around. I know there are. I've spoken to them. They say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe in, uh, but, but I believe in abortion and I believe in euthanasia and I believe in same-sex marriage. I say to myself, hang on, are we reading the same Bible? So we've got to be careful. Corporate world, you know, corporate wokeism is, uh, is alive and, um, and, and Harvard is showing that um, it's, you know, growing. <laughs> Secularisation of chaplaincy and uh, with those moves we were talking about a little earlier in, say, a state like Victoria, you've got this mm. secularisation even can move on to the church. So you've got to take uh, careful uh, concern with that and be on guard, haven't you, Greg? Yeah, absolutely, because, you see, we've got to make sure, and I, and I just want to repeat this now, that people say they're religious but have a secular worldview. Now, that is incompatible with biblical worldview. In other words, if you're a Bible-believing Christian now, you have to make sure that you are a Bible-believing Christian and to hold to those truths. So we've got to be careful. There's no such thing as an atheist chaplain in my book, and uh, we have to make sure that we're aware and, uh, and, uh, and, and take note that, uh, you know, we may well be seeing... Um, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, the devil at, uh, at work here. So we've got to be very, very careful because I think, you know, we're all under attack now in one form or another. Okay. Just quickly, Greg, uh, you've got some events and campaigns you'd like people to participate in. Uh, what have you got coming up? Yeah, yes, Neil, if I could look, very important. Uh, as you know, the federal government will be releasing its um, uh, Religious Freedom Bill later this year. I think it might be uh, October, November, 
we have a Religious Freedom uh, webinar on Tuesday, September the 28th at 7pm. It's free, and we've got some wonderful speakers. Uh, we've got a, a, a New South Wales uh, politician, Conchetta Fioretti-Wells. We've got uh, John Stanoff from, uh, you know, the, the legal background and uh, excellent speakers. So, look, please, we ask that uh, you come and listen to it because religious freedom is going to be a big issue in a couple of months' time now. Fabulous stuff. Greg Bondar, Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT, to be part of webinars and campaigns that are going on with Family Voice, familyvoice.org.au. Familyvoice.org.au. Greg Bondar, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.